The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney Podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We are three Disney fangirls who probably know more about the Disney parks than most grown women should. And we're perfectly okay with that. It's very, very accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Completely okay with that. Yep. Hello, everyone. My name is Teresa, and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino. I'm Jane, and you can find me on Instagram at RealMouseWifeWDW. Hey, y'all. I'm Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com and No Guilt Travel, which is a travel agency that specializes in Disney and Universal vacations. You can find me on all socials at NoGuiltLife. And uh, you guys have been really patient, and you've been waiting for this to make a comeback. Well, it's comeback, baby. It's comeback. We are uh, talking the world-famous... Disney Unpopular Opinion Show. Bum, bum, bum. I think we need like fireworks or something to be happening. Imagine stuff going on behind the castle. Right we need now. to put on our to do list learning how to use sound effects. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I am, I'll, I'll I'm add definitely that. shooting off confetti cannons over here. <laughs> I mean, it's I always there at my house. <laughs> That's actually pretty accurate. Um, so <laughs> we put this call out uh, mainly on Instagram. I think some in Facebook as well. And we decided that this would be the unpopular opinion solely focused on opinions related to Disney food and dining. All right. So pretty much anything goes as long as it was Disney related food and dining. And uh, well, y'all spoke. You told us exactly how you feel <laughs> about, I don't know, Dole Whips yet again. So should we just start there? I feel like we should just start with the Dole Whips. Yes. Everyone we, hates them. People, <laughs> I would say, say people have very strong opinions about them, but those strong opinions tend to be that they hate them. <laughs> so <laughs> accurate statements all around here today. I mean, it's, for me, it's like, I never, I don't hate Dole Whips, to be honest, (laughs) but I never am like, oh, I have to get a Dole Whip. I crave them like once a year. It's always very weird. I always wonder what's going on with my body, but all of a sudden I'll be like, I have to have a Dole Whip today. And everyone around me is like, why? And I'm like, I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) That is weird. It is. It's Uh... so weird. That, yeah, that's weird. So I had a couple of commenters uh, who said about other things, but <clears throat> in relation to Dole Whips, we had Leah Loves Disney, and she says that I think Dole Whip is meh, and I I, I think that's my most accurate like lineup with that is I'm going to say meh as well. Uh, Sandra, which is Glitter Glitter underscore girl 76 on Instagram. Uh, Sandra said that she prefers citrus swirl over Dole Whip, which I 1000% agree with you on that as well. And then um, let's see. I got one more. Well, speaking of citrus swirl, uh, she, <laughs> this is from 
I'm just, you know what? I'm just going to save this whole rant that Melissa sent me. She gets her own rant. So we're going to separate this one. I'm not even going to mention it because she wrote me a book. Um, and I feel like it needs justice to, to be read in its entirety. So, but those were my, um, those were my Dole Whip conversations. And when we went in July, we actually went and got a couple of different options because my whole family, everybody had different tastes or whatever. And, but we ended up voting that the dreamsicle um frozen treat whatever that you can get at the citrus squirrel at the citrus swirl booth y'all know what i'm talking about right aloha aisle thank you aloha aisle um the dreamsicle one is by was by far the hands down favorite in my family and that's orange plus like that creamy dreamy vanilla soft serve like mixed in together and it tastes like a dreamsicle ice cream you know that's amazing uh and reminded me of childhood so that was very uh i think that was the first time we've ever had that so i don't know if that's new or if i just always go for citrus swirl and so i never look at that but we voted that over dole whip and over citrus swirl this last trip so um i'm going to take it another step further because I know that they've been trying to get new flavors as you've noticed of this. Um, the lime is my absolute favorite and they make it uh, in Fantasyland at Storybook Treats. It's not there all year round. It's only certain times of year, but they do the Peter Pan float, which is basically lime Dole Whip. Um, it's green and they'll put it in with Sprite so it makes like a, a little float. It's the best thing on a hot summer day. Um, and then in the fall, they change it to the Maleficent cone. And so it's the lime swirl. And then they cover it with like chocolate sprinkles or something and chocolate horns. So it looks like Maleficent. It's the best. And third, you can get it at the Polynesian as a margarita. There's nothing what? better. <laughs> Yep, out by the pool, they do lime Dole Whip margaritas. Excuse me, I need to go book a Polynesian next <laughs> Because I did not know this. Yes, it is to die for. Again, I don't know if they do it all year round, but um, they definitely do it. And it's something to check out for sure for the over 21 crowd. If you're under 21, <laughs> do not listen. You can stick with the Peter Pan float. <laughs> well, and the one that you didn't mention that I've had in the past and I liked, I I'm I don't know the full name of it, but it's the one that they have in Tomorrowland that has like the up balloon candy thing on it. And it's mango version of the Dole oh, Whip. That one is really so, good. Yeah, I didn't get to try it, but everybody said it was so good. Yeah, so if they ever bring back one that has, like, the mango, and isn't it, it's lemon for the Rapunzel-looking one that's also in Fantasyland? Oh, I think that would be good. But anyway, so if you don't like Dole Whip, there's a lot of other options. So I actually also got a Dole Whip one from Kayla, and she actually, she did give a reason. So for her, it's specifically because they're too sweet. And I do appreciate, she also says she's tried at least three times and can't bring herself to take more than a bite. So, you know, good job for at least, you know, you, you tried it, you tried to like it, and it's just not for you. And I think that's okay. But I always appreciate, you know, she, she gave it a chance. I gives, I think, a little more validity to her disliking it so much. 
All right, all right. Uh, so are we good with Dole Whips? Have we wrapped up the Dole Whips for now? We're good. I'm ready for the rant now. You want the rant? I want yeah, the rant. <laughs> Bring right. on Melissa's rant. <laughs> <laughs> this one's from uh, Melissa, who you guys can find her on Instagram at Snarky Snacker. So I kind of felt like, I mean, Melissa knows what she's talking about, right? I mean, I'm Except looking her up right now. <laughs> well, Except she's totally wrong. I'm sorry, but she's totally wrong. So Melissa says, Tonga Toast is one of the most overrated foods at Walt Disney World. Just because it's big, it doesn't make it better. Also, the cult following around the tuna sandwich at Harbor House, I cannot get behind. Hand me a can of bumblebee and some mayo and it'll be better. I can keep going. Uh, Citrus swirl tastes like sad orange juice concentrate. And the gray stuff, it's boring, <laughs> as are most pretty cupcakes. Just bland cake and meh frosting. All right, Melissa. I had to immediately write back and say, I am part of that cult. <laughs> that tuna fish sandwich <laughs> is my favorite. I am totally part of the Harbor House. I love Harbor House. I love everything in there, but I love that tuna fish sandwich. Uh, the anchors away is just, it's, it's my jam. And uh, so this hurt. This hurt me deeply, but I'll give you this. The Tonga Toast, I got to agree. I, I got so super excited. I ordered it once, and I've never gone back. I was so not impressed. It was not all it was uh, stacked up to be by any uh, any way possible. Um, Citrus Swirl, I'm going to fight you over that. As I said, I really like Citrus Swirl, but the Dream Sickle now has won my heart. So, gray stuff? Boring? Really? Really? Because it's boring. I'll say like I I'm about 50/50 on my agreement and disagreement with the opinions happening here. I feel like <laughs> the gray stuff I I I would say boring probably is the right way to put it. I don't it's not that it's bad, but I don't know that it's anything super super special. It's nothing I would go out of my way for and I'm also in agreement on the the Tonga toast one. I was so excited to try it and when I finally did, I'm just like that okay <laughs> I, maybe maybe i just went on an off day and it had i don't know it was very dry and just i had like the jam i put all the stuff on it and it was just it was fine yeah it just yeah i'm i'm with you i'm not not mm. i i don't send people there like to eat it i i love kona but i i'm not about the tonga toast life see i am all about tonga toast life um it's delicious it is most delicious when you're having it delivered to your room and not actually peopling. <laughs> well, it makes okay, it I might, even better. I'm I might have to agree with you on that scale. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have zero opinions about a tuna fish sandwich. I'm more embarrassed that we're even like going to the mat about some tuna fish sandwich. I've never even heard of this tuna fish sandwich. Oh my gosh, girl. <laughs> and <laughs> Citrus swirl, we dull whip. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the last thing? Yeah, what was the last one? I had an opinion oh, on that too. Gray stuff. Oh, I know. So gray stuff. I'm fine with the gray stuff. I, I agree. I don't think it's anything like super super special. But I am 100 percent with her on cupcakes, and I know that people love their cupcakes and how pretty they are and whatever. But they taste like garbage. 
And I think it depends on the cupcake. Like this is one, not all cupcakes are created equal. I've had some delicious ones and I've had some really bad ones. Uh, Patty, the last trip we went on together, there was one that we got brought back to the room and I like, ate a bite or two. And I'm just like, no, it, it, it was yeah. bad. It was so bad. Um, but I, the cupcakes, like I said, it's, it depends on where it's from and what it is. I think Contempo Cafe typically has some pretty good ones, but outside of that, it's, it, it's usually a bad frosting to cake ratio. <laughs> I mean, my problem is I've been burned on so many cupcakes before that I refuse to give you the money for more cupcakes for you to <laughs> potentially get it right. Like, eventually, at some point, you just get a C and you move along. Like, this is not your thing. But I always it, feel like they're super But how dry. else will Disney celebrate any marked occasion without a cupcake? They can give me uh, a Peter Pan float. I'd be perfectly happy. <laughs> Look. Uh, we all know the truth, and the truth is that Sprinkles has the best cupcakes on property, and it is worth a trip to Disney Springs. Yes, I said it, and y'all know how I feel about Disney Springs. Uh, it is worth a trip over there to get yourself one or two or four red velvet cupcake uh, from Sprinkles and to bring them back to your hotel room and eat them at your leisure because they're amazing. You know that gif of uh, Chrissy Teigen where she's cringing? That's my Stop face it. right now. Because no, stop Sprinkles it. is also terrible. No, that red velvet cupcake is amazing. Why can't it was people, nice having you on the podcast. Why can't these people make a cupcake that's not dry? The one where Jane was fired. Okay, so Teresa, what else do you have? <laughs> All right. I have one that this came from Sarah. And so this, we're moving away. This is not about any no sweet desserts here. So she said, not sure which way this falls. They need to stop serving chicken nuggets slash chicken strips everywhere. Eat outside your comfort zone. And for this one, I was like, I, to an extent, I agree. I, I think that Disney should make sure they have a variety of things. And I think I was, I felt more strongly about this before I went to Disney with my nephews for the first time, because I, I want to eat at a lot of different places. They are very picky eaters going to Disney and dealing with food times and in the middle of a vacation is not when I want to try and push them to eat something else and eat something different. And I'm like, I still want to be able to go to eat at the places I want to eat, not segregated to places that only have chicken nuggets because I just don't want to have that argument in the middle of a theme park. So I'm like, I, I get why she feels that way. And I also felt that way, but I have since come around having go gone to Disney with kids. <laughs> yeah. It really does make it a lot easier when you know what, I can still have something amazing and at the same place I can give you exactly the same crap that we could have made at home for like a tenth of the cost. Yes. Uh, let's do it. It's the most magical place on earth. <laughs> See, but I think the approach to the chicken nugget is where we're going wrong. Instead of them having to like provide us with some new meal that's wonderful. What we have to remember is that when you eat a Tyson's chicken nugget at home, you can feel like you're anywhere in any of the parks. So really, <laughs> it's magic. I just, I just need to see to maybe if they shaped them like dinosaurs and then put them into you know, Restaurantosaurus. There you go. It all works. I need, maybe, I go, maybe they need to go. They need to theme their day. chicken nuggets. <laughs> 
Give me some like sauces that match the theme of the restaurant. Don't just be ketchup. <laughs> like I think um, all these new there's new things they can try to do to make it work out. Theme it a little more to have the chicken nuggets everywhere. Um, garlic ranch sauce at Cosmic Rays is everything to chicken nuggets. Which what I'm hearing is that chicken nuggets are too basic. Well, we also have something else that is basic, uh, according to Ashley in pink on Instagram. Ashley says turkey legs are basic and gross. Um, I can say I've never actually had one. Uh, have any of you guys actually done that? No, because I definitely lean towards the this is kind of gross thing. It's just... I. I don't, that's not what I want to be eating, walking around in Florida yeah. heat and humidity. Like, I know people love them. I can't bring myself to get one, though, especially because, like, they're really big. And if I get one bite and I don't like it, what, what am I going to do with the rest of this thing? Well, that's the thing is, like, you also can't, I don't know, it's not convenient to, like, eat and walk or stash in your purse between, right? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you do with this thing? You got to eat the whole thing. I mean, I don't even eat the turkey leg when it's Thanksgiving. And that's my favorite meal ever. <laughs> so, Ashley, I think we agree with you as we're not into the turkey leg. <laughs> no, but I will say this, and I don't know if I've just missed it all these years or if this is new with everything in the parks that they're trying to do now. But where they sell turkey legs, um, they had a woman when I was there, I don't know, two weeks ago, and she was outside with a giant turkey leg sign. It was just a, a wood sign of a turkey leg. <laughs> like, almost, almost like one of those spinner signs that you would see outside <laughs> so that people would know where the turkey legs were. And there she was in her costume, and this poor woman was like, please come eat these turkey legs. And it was great. <laughs> What a time to wow. be alive. Wow. I was going to say, what? Wow. I was okay. like, I, I just love this little turkey leg sign. So turkey leg sign, I'm in for it. Turkey legs, nope. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> All right. This one, uh, which I got from Instagram. This one comes from Misty Moon Silver on Instagram. Jessica said that she doesn't buy into the hype around Le Cellier. I've eaten there once, and while good, it wasn't worth two table credits. We had free dining on that trip. I'm I'm absolutely with you on this one, Jessica. I have eaten at Canada, and I just don't get it. So here's my pro tip for that. Go to Food & Wine, get your little bit of filet mignon and your little bit of cheese soup and your little bit of pretzel bread that comes with it, and boom, you've got Le Cellier's biggest hits for like 12 bucks it's true and then go spend I mean, the money eating at yachtsman yes because <laughs> oh, love yachtsman it's it's really it, it is good they i do like the food there I, I don't but it's it's definitely uh more expensive i guess uh i don't make it a point to go there i guess if that makes any sense i can get my taste of it and honestly, that fills me up having that uh, little piece of, of filet mignon and, uh, and the, the the cheese soup. So good. Yeah, I might have to eat on top of a trash can, but I'll I'll get by with that. Uh, it's got mushrooms on it. It's so good. And it's so much cheaper than actually having to sit in the restaurant. 
Well, and the the two table service credit, like that's the one of the reasons I haven't mm-hmm. gone back, um, especially after even though even though I don't do the dining plan. So the last time I went to Le Cellier was when the lunch and dinner were two different menus, and the lunch was like a one credit. It was and perfect. it was priced mm-hmm. as a one yep. credit meal versus the now it's it's an all day menu, and I understand why they do that, but I think because of that, it's just felt like less incentive for me to try and go, and it's it's also it's it's not an easy reservation to get and. And so there are so many other places I would rather put in my time to try and book, you know, if I'm planning a trip far out or if I have a short, short term trip, you know, it's probably not going to be open anyway. So I don't even bother to look. Uh, yeah, it's I I agree with this. It, it was I liked the food from what I, what I went. I remember enjoying it, but it's just not for the price that it is yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree because we did it for somebody's birthday. And I remember we were like, the food's good. So if anyone's listening and you're on the fence about Canada, I mean, the food's good. But like, then I got the bill and I was like, really? This is what I'm paying for this? Mm. <laughs> like, even at theme park prices, I think it's a little much. Um, so, you know, it's definitely not a must do for us. Since we're talking about some some two credit places on the dining plan, I have Jillian who, she. I was reading this and I'm like, you're probably the first person I've heard to say this one thing. It is about signature dining. And so she wrote, California Grill and Narcoozies are overrated for the price point and quality of food. I said what I said. <laughs> and like I said, the Narcoozies, I've kind of, I haven't heard many people talk about that, but I know people love California Grill and rave about it. And it's another one I've never been able to get into to be able to try it. I, they're, um, they're, buffet that they have on Sundays I really want to go to that their brunch that they do um but yeah she's the first person I've said I've seen say California Grill specifically overrated I think I just had a bad experience at California Grill and it had nothing to do with Disney or their service or their food and everything to do with the company so we're gonna just move along from that (laughs) tell us that story (laughs) (laughs) but um I I mean I would definitely go back and try it again and just go from there but it's also not another one that's been super high on my list so I think I've been to California Grill twice and the first time, um, kind of like what Jane said, uh, it was the experience, um, not necessarily the food or the the waiter or, or anybody there to blame. Um, it was me. I was the problem. And I will tell you, I had just, quote unquote, run my first half marathon and was in pain from head to toe. I was also six months pregnant. And I was also, you know, not drinking anything. And we were celebrating my birthday at California Girl. And uh, all of those things combined to a very cranky, angry, starving Patty who could not be fed and shut up quick enough. And so it's colored my perception of California Girl this whole time because I was that person. And, and I can't even tell you what I ate. I just kind of remember looking at the menu going, I can't even eat half of it because I don't they have sushi and stuff. And I couldn't eat that because I was pregnant. And anyway, it was just not well planned out. Um, And so I do think that's something to keep in mind is that it's not necessarily the restaurants are bad or that they're overrated. It could literally be somebody's personal perception of the time, the snapshot in time. Um, Also, do not, you know, go to uh, restaurants with me when I'm hangry because it's not pretty. Um, 
Anywho, uh, so that one, uh, that that was my first experience. The second time when we went back, uh, we actually ended up getting like a gorgeous table right by the window and it was right before fireworks. I mean, we had the dream set up and I just remember eating and it was fine. But also I didn't walk away from it going, that was worth whatever the hundred dollar, you know, price tag that I ended up paying that day for. And while I'm not like a super foodie by any means, I can tell you that when I, I did get to eat at Victoria and Albert's once and that was worth every penny. And, you know, I don't say that about food very often. Like you could feed me anything and I'm usually pretty, pretty easy going about it and see, see why I like the tuna fish sandwich, I guess. I don't know. Um, but um, Victoria and Albert's, I absolutely had the, oh my gosh, this is so worth it. Like I couldn't stop talking about it experience uh, from them just simply from the food. I mean, I can still visualize everything that I ate that day uh, and tell you how great it was. So, I, you know, I think I'm kind of on board with the California Grill might be a little overrated. If you like that experience or you want that experience of uh, being able to see fireworks from there, it is a cool place to see them. Obviously, fireworks aren't happening at present time. Uh, so that kind of takes a little bit of that from there. Um, I've also heard rave, rave, rave reviews about the brunch. And, but that's like a $75 brunch, I think. It's kind of, it's kind of pricey for brunch. So you better definitely, you know, eat your breakfast and your lunch. But I think you would appreciate it because I, I believe it's bottomless Well, mimosas. that does go a long way with me. Yes. <laughs> My problem though is that I'll fill up on the mimosas and then I won't eat the food. So, you know, six, one, half dozen of the other. <laughs> so in other um, signature dining, Kelly in our Facebook group said she doesn't like Cinderella's Royal Table. And Melissa said she agreed that she would go to be our guest every day. And then Katie said she doesn't like either of those places and she would rather go to Beaches and Cream. So, <laughs> lots of opinions here. Um, I think of the three, I am definitely a Beaches and Cream girl. Oh, and then Chrissy chimed in and she said she'd prefer to go to Akershus. Now, I'll say I'm not a big fan of that place at all. Yeah, I'm not either. Um, That's I don't a one like and done one for all. me. Yeah. <laughs> that was a one and done for me, too. Um, we went for the princesses and I was good. I am also team Beaches and Cream all the way. Yum, yum, yum. A whole can. I mean, guys. <laughs> it is delicious. And, cream. Mm-hmm. and now that it's bigger, it's much easier to get into, although that could just also be the low crowds. Yeah, it may not last, but it was, it, it's definitely, um, it's definitely high on the, on my list. Uh, and then I also prefer Be Our Guest over Cinderella Royal Table, but I won't go into Be Our Guest until they get rid of the menu that they currently have. I don't like that one at all. So I have not been to Cinderella's Royal Table in probably 20 years. And no, maybe less than that. No, maybe not. You're old. Anyway, it's been a really long time. And I'd like to go back, but everybody's always just like, eh, it's just okay. And I just remember that the last time that I had done it, it was like, if you didn't have kids, then they kind of like shoved you in the corner. And I don't like that because as an adult, I'm paying a whole lot more money to eat there and have the experience. And I love characters and pictures and all that good stuff. 
So um, hopefully when it comes back someday to full character experience, I'll try it again. But um, we'll say I've, I've heard that too. And that's the same reason why I haven't gone. Like I said, some of it's because it is, it is pricey. Um, and I think I just don't do a lot of the, like the in park character meals because of the time that they can take up sometimes. And I'm like, I'd rather be out doing things in the park. So that's not high on my list of when I'm looking at places to book, like those are going to be like, once I finish, once I eat at every other Disney restaurant, then I'll get to those, but they haven't really been a high priority for me to go to. Yeah, I totally get it. I mean, I book a, usually book a character meal for my birthday every year. Cause I'm a child and I, I want to say that I looked at doing Cinderella's Royal Table. Maybe it was last year or something. And I was just like, why well, spend the money? And it, it just, you know, it just, just keeps going around and around to that. So I'd like to hear some more positive reports about that. And then maybe I would try again someday. So Susan Pizzera, uh over on Instagram <laughs> sent me this one. She says, all the buffets were trash. Hope they don't bring them back. <laughs> See, this makes me sad. Because I I don't I, I will yeah I don't think all of them are a Correct. lot of them are <laughs> not all but like I think about places like Boma Breakfast like the Boma Breakfast it hurts me that I can't eat there <laughs> it's so good and that's we have to bring this up every single time because you know that neither will Teresa or I have had it and you just <gasps> like the. No, I've done Boma breakfast. <laughs> okay, but I've, Boma breakfast just, I have done, and I will confirm. Just it me is great. then. All right, I see how this is. You guys are ganging up on me, having to throw it in my face. I'm never gonna eat Boma breakfast. Um, when it comes back, we're gonna book a time when you're here for Boma breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I will make a trip for Boma breakfast. Like it's gonna happen. Um, yeah, I uh, I guess with the buffets in uh, here. I like buffets personally, except because I'm impatient. Like I don't like to um, sit and wait on people to bring me food when like the food's sitting right there. I can just get up and get it myself. Like it's the mom in me. Right. So in the theory of buffets in general appeal to me, um, but also as a mom, buffets were so hard because you have little kids and you had to get them set up with food and then you'd have to walk away from them with their food when you went to get your own food. And it was always kind of this like random dance of trying to figure out how you actually got enough food for everybody to eat without it literally being shifts. Right. And so, uh, food itself, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had anywhere that I was disappointed. I think my favorite buffet was the Wave uh, Brunch uh, that they had. That one was really good. Uh, And I think the Wave at one point also had unlimited refillable uh, mimosas. I can't remember. They did. They had bottomless. Drank a couple of them. Bottomless, yeah. If you can't remember, it probably means that they did. Um, I do do remember ordering them from someplace before, so I think it was the Wave because that's kind of my go-to for breakfast. Uh, I really, I really love, I love the Wave. It's like the secret hidden, I mean, like people don't tell people, but I love the Wave for a million reasons, uh, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, but um that was always my uh, favorite brunch breakfast uh, option. Like after we'd run after the races, I'd always have a wave reservation uh, to go and do my celebrations. Was that, I think the key thing is 
going to the ones that are at the resorts versus in the park. Like the only in park one that really, really stands out to me is Tusker House. Um, but I think the um, was it 1900 Park Fair? I thought the food there was really good. And um, Trails End mm-hmm. over at Fort Wilderness. Like, I think both of those, like, the food is really good at Agreed. both of them. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's just. In in park buffets, I will give you generally not great, <laughs> but the resort ones I I like yeah, a lot. Yeah, I mean for me, the reason I love buffets is because I don't like my food to touch, so I can go and get like two things on a plate and then get a fresh new plate. <laughs> so I love that, and they will just keep taking it away, and then my food doesn't touch. And if I want to put like syrup in a separate bowl, I can, so it's not all over everything. Like. That just makes me happy. You're so funny with your food touching. I know. I'm such a weirdo. But you know what? There's plenty of us out there. And so somebody is listening and they are like, yes, girl, I don't want it to touch either. (laughs) So um, last on my list, um, but certainly not least, Julia on Instagram, who is Queenie11078, she said, Frushi is trash. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. <laughs> and, and if you guys aren't following Julia on Instagram, please do. Please do. <laughs> she's amusing and hilarious and also one of the best people in the entire world. Like I just, there's so much love that we can have for Julia. Um, but her, her uh, Instagram stories are also amusing. So she puts some effort into it. <laughs> she really does. She really does. I personally have never had Frushi. Um, so I can't comment, but it sounds pretty terrible, to be honest. I tried it once and it was just, it's not for me. I don't, I don't know if I'd go to the extent to saying it's trash. Cause I don't remember, I wasn't spitting it out being like, oh, this is horrible. But I, aside from being pretty, I don't see what the huge appeal is and why people are, you know, rave over it. Yeah, it was, um, I'm with you on that. It, it was fine. It wasn't, uh. Yeah, it, it's definitely a pretty Instagram picture, but um, not anything I needed like run back for and get more. So, agreed. All right, and so I'll do I'll do one last one that is my own opinion, and I'm gonna take it slightly different about something that I've I remember for years people saying this was one of like the worst Disney dining places ever. Like it's it's on a lot of worst lists. And I don't think it's that bad. Uh, And that's the ABC commissary at Hollywood Studios, especially if you go during dinner. I think they they switched up the dinner menu a little bit and it's slightly different now. So maybe I've gone since they've improved things. But I used to see everyone's like, don't go there. It's the worst. Like, I hate this place. I've eaten there a couple of times. I don't think ABC commissary is that bad. I have Chrissy Teigen face again. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so when was the last time you Um, ate there, though? It's definitely in the last year because, I mean, we could go on and on about how Hollywood Studios doesn't really have places to eat. Well, that's pandemic right. And I think that's why it was like out of necessity. I, out of necessity, I finally went because there was just no yeah. other place to go. And I'm like, it, I don't, I don't, it does not hit my list of like 10 worst places to eat at Disney. So I think I'm not saying it's like, I'm going to go there all the time. I love this place now, but I don't think it deserves to be on the well, worst list. Once they switched it to um, needing a dining reservation to get in there, 
that was like as if you weren't already the very last place that I would look for food in Hollywood Studios. That just like absolutely solidified it for me. I was like, deuces, I'm out. If I get to the point where ABC Commissary is all I can eat, I will leave the park and go off property. (laughs) I do like their air conditioning, though. (laughs) I can honestly say I have never stepped foot in there. And part of it is because when, uh, for as I've said on this podcast before, for years, I just didn't do Hollywood Studios other than to get in, get my carrot cake cookie, ride rock and roll roller coaster, sometimes Star Tours. And then I'd bop out. Now it's my favorite place to go and to spend some time in. And when we were there in July, it was also where we couldn't find anything worthwhile to eat um, because of so many things being closed. And it was just, it was just a hard, it was definitely a struggle um, to find food that we were willing to eat there. And that's when you guys chimed in and said, but it's always like that. And I was like, okay, good. So I didn't miss anything. Um, I just pulled up though, the ABC commissary and was looking at the menu. And I, I don't think I did miss anything. I really just don't think this is any place like special. It's probably like you said, fine, but uh, um, there's really nothing on here that's making me go, Oh, I could, I would, I would make a trip. I would, I would go out of my way to try that, you know? Right, yeah. And, like, and, that, and I'm not defending it to that extent. <laughs> like, I agree with everyone about that. But like I said, it's not, like I said, I guess I'm opposite of Jane, where, like, if that's open and that's my choice, I'm like, I'm not going to leave the park and go somewhere else. Like, it's it's really, like I said, I don't think it deserves to be on the worst list of places to eat at Walt Disney World. That's another discussion for another time. <laughs> but I think it's, I think at one point in time it probably did fit that. I think it's I think it's improved from what it was like a decade ago. Uh and I I think they've made an effort. Good good job, Disney. <laughs> Gold star for effort. <laughs> oh man. Well, if you have any um opinions, unpopular or not, that you'd like to share with us, come join us on Facebook, the No Guilt Disney Facebook group. Or you can email us at noguiltdisneypod at gmail.com. And make sure you join us each week on the No Guilt Disney podcast, because as Patty likes to say, it's no fun to fangirl Disney alone. Bye, y'all. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.